Good morning, good morning, good morning. God morning, great morning. It's Tuesday morning. And we are in the land of the living. Somebody should be excited for the mere fact that God woke you up on this morning. Even if you've not yet started your day physically, right? He woke y'all up this morning and he started you on your way. He's given you the activities of your limbs. You are in your right mind. You are clothed. Listen, you had shelter, food, running water. If you turned on the heat, it would come on. When you turned on the lights, it was singing this little light of mine because you had light in your home. I'm excited about today. I was, um, when I picked up my phone out of the kitchen, um, it was a next door or a ring notification. And in the neighborhoods somewhere um, within, I don't know, I don't know how many miles it gives you, 10 miles or so. Someone had posted that she had to call the local police department because a bullet landed in her home throughout the night. She thanked God that no one was hurt as well as we thank God for her. But the mere fact that you slept and no hurt harm came nigh you is a good reason to just give God praise and celebrate life on today. Why? Because God is so good. Um, and he's done such marvelous things for us. So many things that we could never repay him for them all. He's a keeper to those that want to be kept. He's a keeper for those that want to be kept. Oh, to be kept by God. He's merciful, he's kind, he's gentle, he's loving. Ah, he loves me. And that alone excites me. God loves me. And because he loves me, that's all that matters. So welcome to Triumphant Tuesday. Triumphant Tuesday. Today is April the 25th. I won't go into my whole numbers thing, but y'all already know what seven represents. And you, if you don't, you should. We talk about seven and what numbers mean all the time. But I need you to understand that we're still in April. In April, we talked about the mere fact that we were going to be authentically friendly. That we were going to be reignited. I'm sorry. We were going to be authentically friendly. We were going to be prayerful. We were going to be reignited. 
we were going to be um why did i just uh i just drew a whole blank y'all hold on i got you we were going to be authentically friendly we were going to be prayerful we were going to be reignited in the joy of the lord we were going to be intentional in forgiving and we were going to be loving a good listener and loyal authentically friendly prayerful reignited in the joy of the lord so my prayer is that if you've not seen breakthrough in the fact of your joy that you go to God because he is the only one that can reignite your joy. That joy that you find or had was in him. So what stole you away from God and in return stole your joy? Intentional in forgiving and loving a good listener and loyal come on i'm already ready for may because we will not lose what we talked about at the wives connect but that's not where i'm going this morning ha -ha. um it's not where i'm going this morning um today is triumphant tuesday and i um let me pull up my notes. We oftentimes don't remember or don't realize that um, we have a spirit, we have spiritual authority. God has given us authority in the spirit realm. And oftentimes we don't even realize that we have been given spiritual authority and or we don't know how to uh, execute the authority given to us. I have the power. I don't know how to use the power. Or... I don't even know that I have, I, I didn't even know that I had the power to tread upon serpents, although it's written in the word, to pull down vain imaginations, although it's written in the world, word, to take authority over the enemy, although it's written in the word, right? We just forget that we have spiritual authority. Turn this music down a little for you guys. Um, but I need you to know that spiritual authority is rooted in the knowledge of God. Spiritual authority is rooted in the knowledge of God. Jesus's specific response to Peter, to, to Peter's surprise at the withered fig tree was a command to have faith in God. Where is your faith on this morning? Do you understand that you have spiritual authority but that you need to have faith in God to understand that you have the spiritual authority. So Jesus' specific response to Peter's surprise at the fig, uh, withered fig tree was a command to have faith in God. And Jesus answered Peter and, and them and said, 
Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Your spiritual authority is found in God's word. Absolutely, Serena. Mark 11 and 22. In other words, here's what I'm saying. The power that Peter observed in the withering of the, of the tree, right? Flowed from a single power source. Who do you think that was? God himself. Authority simply means the right to use an already existing power. Authority means to already, to, to simply means to, to use an already existing power. But the key is to know how to access the power. Do you know how to access the power that God has already given to you? Already existing on the inside of you. Some of you have dormant power because you've not used it at all. You got to know how to execute your power that has already been given to you. So the key is to know you how to access that power source. Throughout his life, Peter, Jesus had modeled to the disciples how his own power and authority flowed out of his intimate relationship with God as his father. Latanya, you need to use your existing power. You got to tap in and use it. If the disciples were to exercise, exercise the authority to move mountains, they must first know the God who has the power to move the mountains. Are there any mountains in your life that you've yet to be, that have yet to be moved because you've not used your existing power to speak to the mountain and tell it, command it to be thou removed. Spiritual authority is rooted in the knowledge of God. A, a believer's lack of spiritual authority can often originate from a lack of intimacy with the source of all authority. Mark 11, 23 and, uh, and 24. Mark 11, 23 and 24. For assuredly, I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. Thank you for your transparency, Kara. But believe that those things he says will come to pass. He will have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say to you, thank you, Serena. Whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them and you will have them. What mountain are you facing in this season of life? Unemployment, 
financial problems, difficult marriage, illness, foreclosure, undefeated sin, whatever it is, the power lies in you to speak to that mountain and say, be thou removed. Spiritual authority is activated by the believer's response of faith. Faith can be defined as not only the content of what we believe, but the action taken based upon who God reveals himself to be. As we come to know God more intimately through prayer and study of scripture, we can confidently respond in faith to whatever spiritual struggles or mountains we face. The keys to deliverance, freedom, and the abundant life have been given back to us. Jesus came to return to us our authority in the earth so that we can exercise prayer and faith to bring God's will from the heavenly realm into the earth realm, affecting our lives in the here and now. The Bible says that you can decree and declare things with your mouth and they will happen, Romans 4 and 17. According to Joshua 1 and 8, you have the power to make your way prosperous, to mow down the mountains in your way. By meditating and obeying the word of God, you put yourself in a place of life and blessings. By meditating and obeying the word of God, you put yourself in a place of life and blessings. Choice is where your power lies. What you choose to speak and, and decree and declare needs to coincide with how you live and what you meditate on. Choice is where your power lies. What you choose to speak and declare needs to coincide, line up, be in alignment with how you live what and what you meditate on. What you're speaking, does it line up to how you're living your life? Or are you out there living your life like it's golden, living your life like it's golden, forgetting that you are a child of God and God has called you to live differently? He's called you to look differently. He's called you to act differently. So what are you choosing to speak? And does it align with how you are living your life? Does it coincide to how you live and what you meditate on? The characteristics of a righteous person is faith in God. You must know God in order to have faith in him. How can you have faith in someone and you don't even know them? The key to moving mountains is really knowing God and dwelling in his presence. The just live by faith in God and do not trust in their own abilities or what someone else can do on their behalf. Jesus said it, have faith in God, Mark 11 and 22. 
Faith is the word for the action of exercising spiritual authority. If we are to pray with spiritual authority, asking for all things and believing that we have received them, we must first appropriate, appropriate it in faith. What God has already done. Yeah. Okay. Don't lift your problems to such a level that they become your idol. You serve a big God who is faithful to deliver his people, you included, daughter, out of all of the troubles, Psalms 34, 17, and 19. Walk in faith. Prayer can change things. Worship can change things. Your faith can move mountains, but you gotta have faith in God. Not faith in man. Not faith in mammon. Not faith in yourself, but you got to have faith in God. Because your faith in him can move mountains. You'll prosper even in bad times. Your prosperity is not dependent on the Dow Jones, industrial average, the NASDAQ, or mortgage rates. When he put all those plagues on the Egyptians in the land of Goshen, nothing fell on the Jews. Why? They were protected from all the locusts, plagues, and judgment. Ask God to put a Goshen anointing on you. It may be falling on this one and that one. Excuse me. Ask God to put a Goshen anointing on you. Slow down, Denise. It may be falling on this one and that one. It may be dark over there, but are you going to have sun? Locusts may be eating up everyone else's stuff, but are you going to have rainfall on your crops? Because you are under the protection of God. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Yes, yeah, Shanice, Lord, put a Goshen anointing on me so that nothing will fall on me. They were protected from all the locusts. They were protected from all the plagues. They were protected from, from judgment. It may be falling on this one and that one, but it will not fall on me. It may be dark over there, but it will not be dark on me. But I'm going to continue to have the sun 
Locust may be eating up everyone else's stuff, but it will not come nigh me. For he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Put your trust in God. Have faith in God where you can say to your mountains, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe that whatever you will say will come to pass, you will have whatsoever you say. When speaking to the unbelievers, we will often encourage them to come to faith by assuring them that God has already paid the price for their sins and has accomplished all that is needed to be reconciled to him. Yeah. You didn't read a lie, Didi. It's in his word. We can encourage the unbeliever to believe that everything they need to be reconciled to God has already been done. That God has already paid the price for their sins and has accomplished all that is needed to be reconciled to him. What we often forget is that this is no less true for us as the believer. God has already given us all that we need for every spiritual struggle we may face. Second Peter 1 and 3. As you plunge deeper into an intimate relationship with God, you will act on the truth that he reveals to you. Will you come to trust God more so that you are emboldened, emboldened to respond in obedience to what he has called you to do? Spiritual authority can be diminished by the presence of sin in the life of the believer. You may not have authority because you have sin in your life. Jesus ended his response to Peter by warning the disciples that their spiritual authority and prayer would be compromised by a lack of forgiveness in their lives. Whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions, Mark 11 and 25. The presence of sin not confessed is often the root cause of a lack of power and spiritual authority in the life of the believer. Ah, in this situation, Jesus challenges us to remember that the particular sin of the begrudging forgiveness to those who have sinned against us will block the flow of forgiveness of our own sin. Girl, you better forgive so that God forgives you. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father who is in heaven forgive your transgressions, Mark 11 and 26. 
Jesus's words to the disciples to understand that their prayers could have the spiritual authority to move mountains should not be understood as a step towards the excesses of a name it and claim it theology. That's not what God was saying. Our spiritual authority in prayer is derived from the authority that God grants. You only get the power because God has given you the power. He's given you the power to tread upon serpents. He's given you the power to crush the head of the enemy despite bruising your heel. God has given you the authority that you need to pull down everything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of who God is, but you've not yet tapped into your power. Walking around feeling defeated. The devil is a liar. Your spiritual authority in prayer is derived from the authority that God grants. Cheryl, you gotta use the you gotta use your power. Powerful yet powerless. I got the power, but I'm powerless. That doesn't even make sense. So our spiritual authority in prayer is derived from the authority that God grants. We should neither ask nor expect to receive things that God has not explicitly authorized. God authorized me to use my power and my authority. We must remember that even as Jesus gave the disciples the promise of authority to move mountains, he was living out his final days in obedience to the Father under the shadow of his soon coming death on a cross. Jesus's promise should likewise challenge us in the opposite extreme of going through life without experiencing the supernatural intervention of God in our lives. As we grow deeper in our knowledge of God, who he is and what he has done we will be emboldened in our faith as we receive spiritual authority to scale our seemingly impossible mountains. Are you seeking his will for your needs or in your prayer life, are you treating God as a genie in a bottle? Your faith in a big God is the key to this. If you speak in faith, your faith can move mountains. When stuff gets in your way, speak to it. There is no government program that can move your mountains and no such things as, rem as removemountain.com. You've got to speak to it. So here we are again. I know it's 558, but here are your faith declarations for this triumphant Tuesday, because of Christ, I am free. 
and whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I do not put my trust in man. I do not put my trust in flesh. I put my trust in God, the all-sufficient one, the all-knowing one, the one that made me and created me to be and have power and authority. I live by faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. I am responsible for my decisions and my choices. I make a decision. I choose life. I choose blessings. I choose the word of God and I choose wisdom. I thank you, Lord, that I am responsible for making my own way prosperous and having good success. I have faith to speak to mountains and they will obey me. Some of you need to be saying that over and over and over. I have faith to speak to mountains and they will obey me. Not that they might, not that they'll think about it, but they will obey me. My heart will never depart from you, Lord. I will always serve God. Thank you, Lord, for prosperity. I will flourish because I live in the days of the Messiah. That's it. I have faith to speak to my mountains, Juanine, and they will obey me. You know that rough part in whatever state you live in? You know, whatever city you live in? You better add some stank on, they will obey me, right? Just saying. The enemy doesn't play nice, so why would you? You got to be bold in your statement. I have faith to speak to my mountains and they will obey me. I'm not backing down. Yes. I'd be thinking, okay, God, that got to be like a 72 font, bold, italicized, underline, right? That's what it got to look like. I will have prosperity and good success because of God's grace in Jesus's name. Now, let's talk about these prayers that demolish mountains. Mark 11 and 23. Get you some, get a pen and some paper. Put it in your notes on your cell phone if that's what you're on, but get you something and write these down. Come on. Get something and write these down. Catch these scriptures because you're going to need them. I will not back down. I will not shrink. Prayers that demolish mountains. Mark 11 and 23. 
I speak to every mountain in my life and I command it to be removed and cast into the sea. Mark 11 and 23. Micah 6 and 2. I speak to every financial mountain to be removed from my life in the name of Jesus. Let every evil mountain hear the voice of the Lord and be removed. Micah 6 and, and excuse me, Micah 6 and 2. That was Micah 6 and 2. My apologies. Ezekiel 36 and 4. I prophesy to the mountains and command them to hear the word of the Lord and be removed. Ezekiel 36 and 4. Habakkuk 3 and 10. Let the mountains tremble at the presence of God. Habakkuk 3 and 10. Micah 6 and 1. I contend with every mountain and command them to hear my voice. Malachi 1 and 3. Lay the mountain of Esau, the flesh, to waste. Job 28 and 9. Put forth your hand, O Lord, and overturn the mountains by the roots. Jeremiah 51 and 25. I speak to every mountain of debt to be removed and cast into the sea. Lord, you are against every destroying mountain. Judges 5 and 5. Let the mountains melt at your presence, O God. Isaiah 42 and 15. Make waste the evil mountains in my life, O Lord. Isaiah 41 and 15. I thresh every mountain. I beat them small and I make the hills as chaff. Jeremiah 51 and 25. That was for Kara. Yeah. The next one, Serena, is Isaiah 41 and 15. 
I thresh every mountain and I beat them small and make the hills as chaff. That's Isaiah 41 and 15. And the last one is Zechariah 4 and 7. Every mountain in my way will become a plain. P-L-A-I-N. Meaning it will be flat. There will be no mountain. Every mountain in my way will be a plain, ordinary, flat, basic. So God, we thank you for your reminder on this morning that we have all authority and we have the authority in prayer that will move mountains. We thank you, Lord God, that the prayer of faith is bold and prayed from a sure foundation of faith. And we, your daughters, even as we're praying, we are assured of God's will for the situation or issue at hand. We are confident and hopeful, knowing that God, God's will to answer our prayers are yes and amen. We know that prayer, that the prayer of faith has power, that the prayer of faith has trust, that the prayer of faith has healing and body and soul, for body and soul. So God, we thank you for faith on today. Faith to move mountains. Faith to speak to a thing and it shall be established. Faith to declare and decree. God, we thank you for faith on today. And we thank you for power, the power that's been invested on the inside of us. And God, I decree and declare that for those wives that have untapped power, that even now, oh God, you will begin to stir the power up on the inside of them. That they would be able to look the mountain in the face and begin to speak the word against it. And that it shall be made plain, flat. So God, even now, as we're putting the mountains that we have in our mind's eye, We, begin, we will begin to decree and declare the word of God over it, them. And they shall be removed. 
And God, if there are, is any bit of unforgiveness in our hearts, if we're harboring unforgiveness, if we're harboring ill will for anyone, God, we ask that you would remind us of the unforgiveness, that we would earnestly begin to search our hearts, and that we would forgive the individual or individuals that have wronged us, that we are yet still holding on to, that's keeping us from executing in our power and our authority. God, we forgive them now in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. God, we forgive our fathers for not being fathers. God, we forgive mothers for not being mothers. God, we forgive our abusers for taking advantage of us. God, we forgive them. We forgive our past husbands and current husbands for speaking ill to us, for cheating on us, for lying to us, whatever it is, God, we forgive them now in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, because God, we know that if we don't forgive, we cannot move in or execute the power and the authority given to us. So God, we pray that you would uproot it. The spirit of unforgiveness be uprooted now in our lives. No longer will unforgiveness hold us as captives to the gifts the power and the authority that God has given us. We release every individual that held us back. For your word says, God, if we don't forgive them, how will you, our father, forgive us of our sins? And God, we know we need and want your forgiveness. So today, today, God, for every wife that is listening now and for those that will listen to the playback, here I am, God, standing in the gap for them, interceding on their behalf, asking you, to release it from them. Asking you not to allow them to pick it back up. God, that as they audibly speak, that I forgive and put the name. I'm not asking you to put that person's name lie, but I'm saying to you, if it's an individual, release that name in your atmosphere so that the angels can pick it up and release that individual from you, that they can release the hurt from you, the hurt that's had you down and oppressed and depressed. 
the hurt that you've suppressed on the inside of you for years. Yet you don't even understand why in the pit of your stomach you are sick. Sick from unforgiveness. But on today, God, the release is happening now. We release them. We release them from everything that they've done wrong against us. God, we release them. Everyone and everything, yes, Serena, sit to hurt me. We release them. And then, Lord God, we annihilate every plan, trick, scheme, plot of the enemy. We annihilate it. We blow it up in the spirit realm. And we call it void of its power in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus, the son of the living God. The enemy has no more power over us. We will not be moved by what we see. We will not be moved by what we hear. We will only be moved by the word of God. And the word of God has declared that I am an overcomer. The word of God has declared that who the son sets free is free indeed. The word of God declares that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. May the Lord strengthen you and keep you. Far too long, we've allowed the enemy to have way too much control. You've got to serve him notice today. And tell him that yesterday was the last day that you'll punk me. Yesterday was the last day that you'll have me bound by fear. Yesterday was the last day that I will allow you to control me because of unforgiveness. Yesterday was the last day that I would waddle in depression. Yesterday was the last day But today is a new day and I'm getting up from this situation. I'm getting up from this low place. I'm getting up from this place of depression and oppression. I'm getting up 
from it today. We will not be controlled by our emotions. No, we will not be. God has called me to life. And he's told me that I can live an abundant life. New mercy today, new grace today. Today is a new day and I'm coming out of this. Yesterday is gone. I'm living in today. Stop allowing the enemy to use you as a puppet. He just slanging you from side to side. You don't belong to him. Yeah. Tell the devil, I don't belong to you. I am a child of the most high God. Devil, I don't belong to you. So get your hands off of me. I am a child of the most high God. Yeah. So God, we thank and praise you. We magnify you and we glorify you. We thank you that your word settles it all. That whatsoever thing we bind on earth has already been bound in heaven and whatsoever thing we loose on earth has already been loosed in heaven. So God, we thank you for the power and authority that has been given to us, the power to loose and to bind, the, the power to decree and declare. We thank you for the power and the authority over the enemy. And God, we will execute our power to its fullest potential. Understanding that if we believe what it is we pray and are asking for, we shall have. So God, we thank and praise you. We love and honor you and we magnify your name. So God, as we leave this place, but never from your presence, we pray that you would go with us. We pray that you would take us to and from our destinations, allowing us to arrive safely. And then Lord God, as we leave our homes, 
We ask that you would protect it from the hand of the enemy, that you would not allow anything to come nigh it or us. Protect our families, protect our children, our grandbabies. And God, we ask that you would protect our peace. Protect our peace on today, God. We ask these prayers in Jesus' name. Thank God and amen. May the peace of God be with you all on today. Listen, don't be no punk to the enemy. Execute your power and your authority over the enemy. Because God is giving you what you need. Have an amazing day. I love y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. And I believe we have a guest tomorrow. I'm going to confirm her today. Um, for every woman wife that has volunteered over the past week to step in, I love and appreciate you all. If God has given you uh, the gift to share, listen. Make it known, we need destiny helpers to fulfill the calling um, for wives who war. Talk to you guys later. Have a great one.